You're listening to WRUULP Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org, Savannah Soundings, Community Radio with Global Soul. Hey, what's up? You're listening to Bring It In, and I'm your host, Glenn Pierce. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Bring It In Show for all your sports questions and comments. The viewpoints expressed in the following program are not necessarily those of WRUU, its license holder, or its staff. What's going on, Savannah? It's another sunny, beautiful day. It's, I mean, we got opening weekend in the books for baseball. Tonight, we have the NCAA championship. Um, man, it's just, it's, it's going. This weekend, this week starts the Masters, which, uh, I mean, you guys, even everywhere, they know about the Masters, but it's it's even extra special for us down in Georgia. So it's a uh, it's a fun time to be to be paying attention to sports and everything like that. I got the crew joining me on um, on the internet. We got Jeff, Jamie, Kelly. What's going on, guys? Yo, what up? Hello, hello, hello. What's happening? Not much, not what much. Up, world? I, ca- I, I jumped in here as you were talking about uh, our what our, our uh, Masters weekend. Yeah, yeah. I was just giving a kind of a kind of rundown on everything that's that's kind of going on right now opening weekend masters coming up um the trailer for space jam 2 officially dropped over the weekend i've heard mixed reviews um anybody who is reviewing space jam 2 very hard i mean come on just have some fun it's a Looney Tunes movie. I mean, how yeah, how I don't know serious where these, these people come from? Yeah, exactly. I'm with you, man. Where do these people come from? Like, it's Space Jam. The first one was not that great. It was awesome to watch it as a kid. It's still awesome to watch it as an adult. <laughs> but the actual movie itself is not that good. I mean, when it comes down to it, it's Looney Tunes. But it's great. That's what makes it so good. Yeah. I mean, what 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 do they expect? <laughs> I mean, I've I've heard, I I was reading something where somebody was giving it all kinds of flack for when they actually have the 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 big game at the end and everybody's picking apart the people in the audience. Who are they supposed to put in the audience? There are some cameos. Um, I don't know if you guys have checked this out, but we got we got War Boys from Mad Max in the crowd. There are White Walkers from Game of Thrones in the crowd. Um, you can see some some stills, and they're just like they're all types of uh, cameos, just just chilling in the background. I mean, these these guys they like White Walkers like uh, basketball. They want to watch some some basketball. That's what Space Jam's all about. So come on, give me a break about. But one of the cool things they, uh, one of the what they call like the Easter eggs they threw in there is when you're watching it, you actually see a recreation almost of the D Wade LeBron alley oop. It's considered one of the the most iconic sports photos out there where. But it's got Lola Bunny under the net with her arms out like that, posing as D-Wade. So, I mean, I thought that was awesome. I mean, 
That's just me, though. That's just me, I guess. I know some people. Yeah, I'm sure there's a ton of. I'm sure there's a ton of Easter eggs in that movie. There has to be. That's kind of what they did last time. That's what they'll do again. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Those are the. Those are the things I feel like that make that movie even better. Is the fact that you you get little surprise Easter eggs and things like that. So, I mean, I'm I'm all ready for it. I I can't remember how we were going to be able to watch it if it was um whether if it's on HBO Max or or what. I know most things aren't coming out uh straight to the theater anymore. They kind of do the double theater and on TV, which is uh pretty awesome. So, I'm I'm excited about that. Uh oh, um, yeah. I mean, you guys catch some some baseball this weekend? Yeah, you know it. Oh, yeah, it was hey. a rough weekend for us Yankee fans, but uh, yeah. it'll be a rough week for you too, man. You got, you got <laughs> we got two or three against you guys tonight. We got one. I don't know what else is coming man. tonight tomorrow. Yeah, I know the I, Orioles. I, I, it's a long season, man. Oh, I'm not going to worry ridiculous. about the first two weeks. Um, Baltimore is on top of the division, like so. You know, enjoy it. Hey, we, we we're gonna like... we're gonna enjoy it as as much as we can. <laughs> the The Orioles took the sweep um, away this week, and I mean, it was it was nice out there seeing Trey Mancini playing first base all three games after missing an entire year. Because of colon cancer. I mean, to miss a year of baseball is is crazy. To miss a year and then come back and play. And to do it while you have to have, to have a tumor removed from your colon. And then you go on. I mean, I believe in October, he was going through his chemo treatment. Um, he finished that up and, um, he's gotten himself back onto the field and watching him, I I believe he only put in three runs, but three runs is more than a lot of people expected of him. And I mean, I remember I I showed you guys earlier on in the season, the Orioles are the only team in major league baseball that had absolutely no chance to win the World Series, it said. Everybody else had at least a a percentage. So after seeing that and the rough spring training they had, it was just it was nice to see them go out there and pile on some points. And um I mean I was, Man, I'll tell you what, I was that's happy a, about that's a that. good story too. That's a good story, too, Trey Mancini. Uh, it's going to take him a minute to get back out there, but he was poised to come out and kind of explode last year uh, before he, yeah. he, he ran into stage three, actually stage three colon cancer. Yeah, that's um, rough. But you watch, you watch it. That guy right there is your team MVP. Oh, yeah, he's got to be. Um, I think back in 2017, he finished third place. Uh, going towards rookie of the year. I think um, Aaron Judge won it that year, which, I mean, we've all seen him. He's almost turned into a household name as far as as far as far I'm concerned. I mean, and it was that rookie season, but then to see, like, Trey Mancini was just right there nipping at Aaron Judge's uh, heels, I mean – like you said, it's a it's a good story. I mean, he had a good a good week. The uh, and and it was just it was just fun to be able to know that baseball was being played again. And um, it's good it's good as a Orioles fan to know that after the first series, we're not already. Looking towards next year, because I had some friends that reached out to me, and they were like, "2027 is our year." 
like, come on, man. I know. I hope. I hope. But maybe we can sneak in a year or two uh, before that. Um, but yeah, it seems like we're we're getting a good uh, getting a good hold on the uh, the farm system. We just we're in the process of building a uh, a facility in the Dominican right now, so that it can't be bad, man. We're we're uh, they're on the right track, I think. Yeah, they're we're, on the right track. To rebuild. I mean, only one team gets to win the World Series. I'm just hoping that throughout the season we can see more performances like we did this past weekend. Um, I mean, Mullins, Mullins was was cracking it throughout the whole weekend, and it it was just nice, especially since the last uh, full season we played. I believe we got 53 wins, so. I mean, only 50 more to do better, or 51 more. Or so. It's always good to beat a rival. It's always good to beat a rival. Now, I'm just hoping that we get a couple out off the Yankees this, this little stretch here. I'm yeah. going to the game on Sunday. It's the, the kids' home opener. So we're taking the fam, and uh, I can't nice. wait to be at the stadium. It's a 25% capacity, but uh, it should be a good time, man. Nice. I mean, it, it'll basically be max for the O's. It's a sellout. <laughs> <laughs> Have they um... – have they said anything about like how they're gonna be uh, socially distancing or anything like that? Um, are you gonna well, be so in pods I, or anything this, like that? Do you know? Yeah, I think this is probably gonna be the same for everybody. So when I was looking at getting the tickets, I went on the website, you know, MLBOrioles.com, whatever. You just go to the, your team's website, click purchase tickets. And then it basically asked you, are you are you a group of two, a group of four, a group of six, or a group of two with um, uh, uh, handicap accessible needs? No. Um, so did the group of four, uh, and basically it has the map and each section that has availability. It was spaced out like ev- like every two rows there was a section of four you could jump on, and they were it was identical the whole way through the stadium. So. There are certain seats that are only available for section, groups of four, certain that are only available for groups of two. And, and I, I guess they release more as it gets closer to the game, yeah. depending on where they're available still. All um, right. But, yeah, I mean, just do it online, man. It's the easiest way to buy tickets for the for baseball. You can pick where you're sitting. I'm yeah. sure the Braves are the same way and, uh, you know, all that. So it was good. It was good. Yeah. Nice and easy. Nice, nice, nice. I, I was hearing uh, – some some problems coming out of certain teams about it being a little more difficult to get tickets this uh this past weekend but i mean like you said do it online you get to choose everything you know before you've even yeah. left what what you're in for so that's exactly that's a huge thing um man did you see uh Otani pitching. I heard him pitching. Uh, what, what, he threw a yeah, pitching and hitting. Yeah, oh man, he threw. He started the game out throwing a hundred and one fastball. Yeah. Boom, smoking him. And then his first, uh, the first the ball year. that he saw. Man, if you guys get a chance, go check out the home run and i want you to watch it with your sound on um which we're probably going to get get this a good amount because of the empty stadiums but man just the the crack of that bat like it just echoed off the entire stadium and it was it was uh it was pretty awesome he slammed that thing so. so hold on, what what is this guy? I see, you know, he's a Japanese uh, pro- professional baseball player. Came over. Uh, he's 26 years old. Is this his first season, or was he? Did he play last year? He's, he's been around a couple of years. Yeah. He plays. Uh, okay. Yeah, he, he's. Uh, they they kind of shut him down with pitching a couple of years ago. He had some shoulder issues, and then they. Uh, had him out as a pitcher, but for the last two years, he's basically been riddled with injuries. But he's a pitcher and a player, so and this dude can hit. Yeah, I mean, so what does he DH when he's not pitching? Yeah, that's crazy. Who who, who would have thought that? 
I mean, that's that's, that's what he's it's mega all about. talented, man. He could, he's got, yeah, he's as Glenn said, he throws it over 100 miles an hour. He's hitting the ball out of the park at 115 velocity off the bat. I mean, he's just, he's amazing. Man, I, I I'd like to go uh, watch some of his his earlier games because from what I'm just uh, looking through, he was just I mean, he dominated the Japanese baseball scene like no other. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see how he's done in the uh, Olympics and world baseball classic if he's actually performed in either of those because man he's um he so is one i guess awesome i'm athlete. sorry listeners i uh i did not know this but he was the american league rookie of the year in 2018 so this would be his uh fourth season third 18, fourth season yeah crazy He's been he's been here, but like Jamie said, I guess he went down for for injury for a little bit. But man, this dude! I mean, you're on a team with Mike Trout. I mean, that opens things up for you, and pool holes too, right? Like these dudes, yeah. they got a bunch of hitters on this team. Are they gonna? Do they even have a chance to make it to the playoffs? So I don't, I don't know. Depends don't know on your needs. bullpen, man. Yeah, they never Jeez. have the bullpen. I'm talking That's about Angels, crazy. right? Yeah, yeah. Compare them to the Dodgers. Dodgers always have a a bullpen and a slew of hitters. They have a slew of hitters and no bullpen. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. That'll be. It's so great that we got baseball back again, huh? Oh yeah. Did y'all see the slide at home with Otani though? And all the fans probably hold their breath thinking he was hurt again. Oh yeah, they had to. Uh, they pulled him out after that, didn't they? Yeah, I thought he was hurt. Yeah, but he's just sore. He's just sore world. Yeah, he's gonna be. He's gonna I be okay. I saw something said he's said he gonna be okay. Okay, yep. cool. Yeah, he's gonna be fine. Yeah, because we wanna we wanna be able to see as much of him as possible. Whether no doubt whether he's pitching. Um, I mean, my question is like like Jeff was saying, is he DHing? Do they ever throw him in the outfield like on a on an off day? Like, I mean, if they need to, they might. But oh, I'm sure they will. That's what he he's oh, yeah. listed as pitcher, outfielder, and designated hitter. <laughs> like he he covers everything. We got that cannon. If they got to put him in the outfield, they'll just throw him in right field because mm-hmm. he got that cannon. Yeah. And uh, I mean, you guys saw this about um. Baseball's taking the All-Star game away from Georgia because of the uh, voter laws that Georgia's GOP has. Um, they they kind of just went through this past uh, session and they were like, well, guys, we lost this way this way this way and this way so if we don't let people to if we don't give people the access that they had this last election then uh odds are we can turn georgia red again so i mean it's totally political i got got one thing yeah it's totally political let me just say one thing if you're registered to vote do you have to re-register every year I don't. Do you guys down there? Because it seems weird. Uh, like, not where, where at the moment. Vote? I don't know if, if um. Like you just re- you register to vote one time in your life, then you you're pretty much registered to vote. You don't have to re-register. Like, I don't know. Like I registered when I was 18 years old. Why don't yeah. Just do that. I mean, uh, there are there are um certain certain times i believe when they adjust the uh voting district uh areas and if they do that and then you haven't gotten your um your id changed or something it's a bunch of there are certain things they've never 
effect at me when I was uh, doing it. But I mean, it's the uh, the laws that they've been changing are like I just think the, the drop boxes yeah. that yeah. I mean that's how yeah. I voted that's this time yeah. so they've changed yeah, all that and now and now our governor Brian Kemp he's he's saying that Major League Baseball is lying about all this about stuff all. but I mean this guy he's he's been in the heart of a bunch of controversy and i mean yeah 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 in my in my opinion he lost us the all-star game he's blaming it on the mlb and yeah the mlb made their decision but i mean it, it's just like baseball or basketball a couple years ago when they had that whole the bathroom laws that were going around but i mean these uh yeah. These corporations, I mean, they have the choice whether to have yeah. their events in whatever stadium or city they want. I mean, I guess if there's no hardcore contract signed saying that this All-Star Game's going to be in Atlanta no matter what, I mean, I guess baseball yeah, has laws in the middle of the contract and yeah it's an easy out for anybody yeah and and i'm sure that's probably how it's it's about but i mean it looks like texas is starting to make laws like this too so i mean where who knows where they're gonna go because it's slippery slope and i hope it's hope everyone it's what they want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. At this point, at this point, I'm thinking the same thing. I'm like, if they're trying to do something that they think is right for the general public, then just let them go. It's just an all-star game at the end of the day. Yeah. And if they think that the reason they're canceling this all-star game is because other people aren't getting treated fairly in life, then yeah. just let them do it. Yeah, I totally agree. What? So do we know where it's going now? Well, I haven't heard where it's going. I heard it wasn't going to Detroit. Um, and I'm guessing it's probably not going to go to Texas. The All-Star game, it's not going to go to Los Angeles because they're having All-Star game next year, I believe. I mean, I don't Are think anybody's playing. Huh? I said, are they mad at Florida? Florida might be a good spot. Florida, <laughs> Florida's got a bunch of uh, a bunch of stadiums that could go. Yeah, they, yeah. So I mean, Miami. From what I'm seeing on CBS, right? Miami be fun. Oh, yeah. What did you say? Hold on. There's six alternate cities. It looks like. Let me see if I can pull this up real quick. Oh right. Uh. Milwaukee, American Family Field, Milwaukee, so the Brewers. Uh, Dodger Stadium is, is a possibility, but it sounds like that's probably not happening. Um, it's going to be in 2022, I think, in at oh, Okay, Stadium. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Globe Life Field in Arlington, which is Texas, is an option. Uh, I think it has a lot to do with 100% capacity already. Mm -hmm. Um so this is just some writer from CBS. He's got he's got a field in Puerto Rico being an option in San Juan, which I don't I don't know if that's ever going to happen. I'm surprised uh, the Field of Dreams isn't listed on there. Right, <laughs> Wrig Wrigley is on there. Wrigley is an option, um, and Yankee Stadium, of course. And that's pretty much what they've got here. So I mean, basically, this is just a, an op-ed by uh, Mike. Axisa, um, but yeah. So no, no definitive places. No yet definitive places. So we'll we'll figure out. Um, I know I know George is not going to change anything before the All Star Game comes on. So that's that's where we are with that. Um, we're going to take a quick break for some station identification, and um, it, it's that time for you guys to uh 
look deep in your heart and and help us bring the the content we always bring to you every beautiful Monday morning. Senior Citizens Incorporated is looking for volunteer Meals on Wheels drivers. A few hours each week will connect some of our area's most vulnerable residents with nutritious food and a regular knock on the door. For more information, contact Laura at 912-964-5411. All of us here at WRUU want to thank you for more than four years of the best radio on the air in Savannah. Thanks to your listenership and loyalty, we were named Best Local Talk Radio in the most recent published reader's poll in Connect Savannah. This year, because of the novel coronavirus, we have had to cancel all live fundraising events that we depend upon to support the station. So this year, we are doing an on-air fundraising event in the spring, as well as the one we have done in the past in the fall. So this makes our on-air fundraising drive more important than ever before. We will be having our spring on-air fund drive from April 19th to May 2nd, so stay tuned and donate generously. This portion of WRUU Savannah Soundings programming is provided by listeners and by Brighter Day Natural Foods. Brighter Day Natural Foods has been serving Savannah's healthy food and supplement needs since 1978. It is located at the corner of Bull Street and Park Avenue. They have available online ordering and curbside delivery, and now a walk-up window for smoothies, juices, and sandwiches from the deli. They are open from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday, and 12 to 5.30 p.m. on Sunday. More information can be found at brighterdayfoods.com. You're listening to WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings, community radio with global soul. And you're listening to the Bring It In Show with Glenn Pierce, Jeff, Bays, and Kells. What's going on, everybody out there? (laughs) Man, so it's a beautiful time of the year. I mean, I hope everybody had a good, uh, nice, beautiful Easter here in Savannah. It's, It's a great time to see Savannah. We have, I mean, especially when you have an Easter, when the azaleas pop in full bloom um and we all know what what bloom and azaleas also mean it also means it's time for the masters so the masters being one of the biggest and the biggest golf tournament in my opinion in georgia i mean i'm sure people could correct me if i'm wrong but I mean, one of the biggest, it's it's a major, and we, it's time. It's time. We had the, the Augusta National was October? Is that when it was played this past year? Yeah. It was played right, in, yeah, I believe. In, in October, and uh, is you, got, you guys might be able to, to fill me in a little more on that. Is that when Bryson DeChambeau said that Augusta was like uh, 65 par for him? He was out there gloating about how he's so much better and like he had just shortened it down. Yeah, right. Still waiting for him to dominate so he can keep talking. Yeah. But you're right. But he got to show me. He's, he he did say that about the Masters. Um, but I got news for you. There's a lot of good players out there. And he can hit yeah. it 500 miles and it won't matter. Because these guys are so tuned in to tee to green to putt that it just, you know, if he can drive, if he can pull um, a driver out and hit it to the green every time, then he's going to win. But it takes a lot more than that. Yeah, well, about Which that. Which is surprising about Rory because Rory was always a long guy anyway, and Bryson came out, and now he's completely destroyed Rory's game. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, I mean, the funny thing you say about that is the fact that he hits so hard. I've uh, I've been reading that there's a setup in the mix uh, this weekend, and this setup's almost to go after Bryson. Um, the the guys who take care of Augusta, the people who work in Augusta, they they didn't take too kindly to how he was talking and just his overall gloating. Um, there are a lot of there are a lot of um, reports coming out that they've made the greens ex- exceptionally hard and fast. And I mean, I I don't know much about golf, but I know about I know about the world. And I mean, I'm just I'm just picturing they're trying to set it up so that when he blasts his ball from the tee box to the green, I mean, if it's a hard, fast uh, green, there's more of a chance that his ball's just going to go skipping off it, right? He's going to have to try to hit the fairway maybe right in front of the green to get a little slower. But, but I mean, supposedly they're not, they're not very happy. When's, when's uh, the Masters start? On Thursday? Yeah. Thursday. Thursday. Par 3 contest on Wednesday because they brought that back this year. Oh, okay. What? And then... Who participates the in the par three? Everybody? Yeah, they got an option to play in it. Um, Most of the players play in it. Well, okay. Yeah. It's gotten to be one of those annual sort of fun things to do to put on a show for the, but, for okay. the fans. Do they put that on, like, the golf network or something? Yeah, it'll be aired live. And replayed uh, several times. So, so what goes on in a par three competition? Are they playing the same course? Are they? Is the course adjusted? Or, I mean, what makes that different? Oh, it's a it's a par three course that's set up there at the Masters. They don't play on the actual course. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, they're almost like crosswinds here. Oh, okay. How many uh like crosswinds as a par three? Do do a lot of golf courses have uh multiple courses like that? A normal course and then a par three course or I'd say it's pretty rare down here. Okay. Yeah, I'd say it's pretty rare down here, especially in Georgia. Are there now What's up? You guys have a lot of room down there. Like, for instance, like Baltimore City, we used to we have Baltimore County. We've got two golf courses, and you know, back in the I want to say '60s and '70s, they actually used to hold professional events there, uh, PGA events, and now they're just too small. They're too short uh, to do that. So, like with with a normal course, you get a regular 18 that's PGA Tour approved. And then you throw a par three next to it. It's kind of funny. Like, what? Who? Why? Why did they do that? I mean, it's great, but they, they probably have room for three other courses in, in the surrounding area. Yeah, you know, full courses. What? Um, uh, it's great. Do you guys? We used to play at Vince's. Yeah. Is that considered a par three course? Are normal? Are they normally um, nine holes? Or is yeah. that just well, what could, Vince's yeah, was? Vince's was small, but yeah, if there's so there's plenty of courses that are just nine holes around, but uh, especially in cities, but yeah, par three, your, your max drive is usually like 150 yards, right? Maybe 170 at the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're you're, they're a little short. They're a little short holes. They're it's just, yeah. I mean, even in the past, they used to let people, some people bring their kids. Like, yeah. I think if I'm not mistaken, um, Jack Nicholas used to bring his grandkids every now and again. Okay, that's all. Stuff, stuff I mean, like that's where that. You want to start it. But uh, yeah. The only course I've ever seen like that, and it's probably like you said, George's got more space. Is Crosswinds in Savannah has the par three course that it's its own thing, and then they have a full eighteen as well. Mm, okay. Now, now, up 
up in Augusta, how many how many courses are on the Masters property? Just those two courses, or are there uh, multiple courses up there? Yeah. yeah. What? No, just just the two, just okay. the par three and the big one. All right. Cool. 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 All the all the rest is like you know cottages and buildings and stuff like that. Okay. There's a ton of space in there. All in right. the gates of the Masters. Yeah, so this weekend, sometime between um, between Thursday and Sunday, preferably on Sunday during the uh, championship round, get make yourself a nice pimento cheese sandwich, sit down, and enjoy some golf. All right, did I mention that the Orioles swept this weekend? It was awesome. You did, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Six thirty-five tonight. They're stopping in New York, so. Hey, is that game going to be on ESPN or anything? It doesn't look like it to me. Just on, just on Jamie's TV, I guess. Need to. I need to run a cable wire from Jamie's house to my house and get yeah. that. Why don't we do a live stream of the game? We'll just get back on here later and put the game on at Jamie's house. We can figure it out. <laughs> so I'll zoom it. We'll do a zoom. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So. Hey. Uh, what's up? Hold on. Let me tell you something. I don't know if you guys are aware, but there's this, this really good quarterback in the NFL. His name's Aaron Rodgers. He's going to be on Jeopardy the next two weeks as a host. Oh, is tonight the the first night of Tonight's Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, he's he's warming up. Look, we all know. Yeah, we all know how Aaron Rodgers is, man. His dry sense of humor, I think, will translate really well with the uh, with the geeks at the end on uh, Jeopardy. I think I think he'll be good. I'm I'm interested to see. You know, obviously the first night, the first run is going to be uh, might be hard to get through, but uh, once the end of this week, beginning of next week starts, he should be he should be rolling. Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to just be fine. I've been reading that he's been studying his butt off for this. Um, he's been practicing. I mean, he already is the commander of men out there, so. He knows how to take a lead, a leadership role. So, I'm yeah. I'm really excited to see how he does. He's um, using these two weeks now. Now, granted, it would be very difficult if, at the end of the day, he was named the new Jeopardy host. Um, I mean, they would have to film constantly during the off season. But he's trying to use this as a uh, as a stepping stone to become the Jeopardy host once, once his football career is over. And, um, yeah. I mean, what if he just, what if he killed it in the next two weeks and then he just announced his retirement and he was like, you know what? It's a lot more fun up on this Jeopardy stage. And truthfully, I got like, I got like 40 years of it. Got 40 years in me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it just won't pay what one year quarterbacking for the Green Bay Packers will. No, it won't. It won't in forty years. But and here's the thing: he might not even be in Green. He might not even be in Green Bay next year. So it could be something he's working for next oh, year. I can see that. <laughs> That's cool. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> so get out there. Hey, support. I think he wants. He wants Let's one more shot. Oh, he'll always want one I mean, more shot. Rogers I mean, after what Brady's be been league. doing, why, why yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah. He's going to be in for at least three or four more years. I don't think there's any That's doubt. what I was thinking. Anything. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I don't. At least four, three, four more good seasons. I don't truthfully think he's going to retire. I'm just saying, I mean, hey, this is his dream job. He's just been been waiting for an opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Um in other football news, the Savannah Falcons 
They're going to be on the road this weekend. April 10th, they're taking on the Florida Falcons in Orange Park, and the kickoff is at 5 p.m. So go check out their uh, their Facebook page. Their, the address is there. They're playing down in Orange, Orange Park April 10th against the Florida Falcons. And then the next week, they'll be back up here i believe it's at memorial stadium they will be the away team but that's going to be that that awesome rivalry game we we're hoping to catch at the beginning of the season between the savannah falcons and the savannah raiders and the raiders are doing really well they're actually going to be playing the effingham outlaws this weekend so a lot of good semi-pro football to get out there and check out. And about sports be uh, putting that game up live? I'm not sure. We'll we'll reach out because I mean, he, last time they put it up live and free. Um, and I would guess I would guess that they would maybe because I know the uh, Savannah Raiders they do tend to live stream their games or at least they they try i know they've had some problems uh twice i'm not sure how their last game how the streaming went that time but yeah so might have it online it'll be at memorial or take a quick i'd say about a two-hour drive down to orange park and see the falcons play the Falcons. <laughs> Be a good time. Good time. So, Jeff. Them boys are getting it together. They're getting it together. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. You told me, you sent a link earlier that what we've been getting accustomed to the past couple years um, with Monday Night Football season about- opener. Yeah. So, what's going yeah, on? They're not... They're not giving us the doubleheader anymore? You're going to love why they're not giving you the doubleheader, Glenn. This is a good thing. But we still get the opening day, regular Monday night game. Uh, Usually they do the opening weekend. They got the the East Coast game and the West Coast game, both on Monday night. One doesn't start until like 1030 or something, Eastern time. So don't get me wrong. I stay up for it, but I wish I wouldn't. Uh, so now we don't have to. We get the regular game, and then week 18, since they're expanding the league one week, um, now they're going to change that into a doubleheader on Saturday afternoon in prime time. And these these teams are going to get flexed to that game. So it's basically playoff contenders. Either you're definitely in the playoffs, or you need to win this game to get in the playoffs type thing. Those are the games that are going to get played on Saturday, the week before the playoffs start. Uh, so, I mean. In my opinion, that's even better. I mean, that's when it—that's when it counts, you know. So yeah, give me, give me more Saturday football for uh, when, especially when the colleges aren't playing at that point. So you know, it's good. Yeah, it's good I I enjoy that. And that second that second game of the doubleheader, unless it's the Ravens playing, it's always an extremely hard game for me to make it through. I won't lie; mm-hmm. I'm usually on the couch. Eyes falling, falling asleep. Um, can't, can't, can't stick with it. I can't. So, um, so I'm, o- I'm, I'm okay with that. I was hoping when you said I was gonna like it even better that they were going to uh, put one of those Monday night doubleheaders on Tuesday, and we we're going to st- start getting a little more weekly football <laughs> yeah I do. But, you know what and i i love that we got to experience almost a full week of football one week last year because of covid but yeah it, it it's so much harder on the teams when they got to adjust the schedules like that i mean yeah give it to the nfl for getting through last year because they made some real adjustments and the flexibility was just incredible with the nfl and I, i'm i'm happy that they could do what they did last year and get through it I mean, there was a time so, we thought the Titans might just start forfeiting games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, it really was. But, uh-huh. Yeah, we almost didn't have that Steeler-Ravens game. Yeah. 
man, it was, it's, I mean, they, they were able to get through and now they've gotten through and they need to sell more tickets. So like you kind of just said during, um, telling us about the, uh, Monday opener game, 18 weeks, 18 weeks now. So every team has 17 game, a 17 game season. Um, yep. In my mind, that's more daily fantasy. That's one more week of daily fantasy. Uh, that's another week of just fantasy football all all together. Um, gives you the people who are on the fringes a game or two out of the playoffs. I mean, now you, now you got a little more hope. You might be able to do it. A little more you, hope. You might be able Everyone's to do got it, buddy. Week of hope. <laughs> You might be able to do it. So yeah, from a fan, for a fan's perspective, the extra game is certainly awesome. Yeah, I love it. Doesn't seem doesn't seem like the player uh, association loves it so much there at the NFL. No, the players don't like it at all. But yeah, they're getting paid more because of it. Are they? Do they get an extra game salary? Is that what's going on? Is that how that'll work out, or do they just break it down for one more paycheck? No, I'm I'm ninety percent sure that they are getting paid more because of it. Because I think basically, I don't know. Actually, I'm sorry. They're increasing the uh, the limit, the caps, as the years are going on. So I think that's part of it. I don't know if it's like a direct payment for one game, but. Uh, the salaries will be increased. Like it's kind of like a minimum wage increase when when, you, when it comes down to it. Okay, you know I mean? makes sense. I know they'll be looking for more money. Every one of them. Always. There. I mean, everybody is in, and we shortened the. Uh, they've shortened the preseason by one game as well, right? I believe so. I believe so. that's part. Yeah. So Which I mean, popular choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they I know the owners are sitting around talking about, well, th- we didn't really give you an extra game because we took a preseason game out, but I mean, come on, we know. We know that the biggest stars are barely touching the ball during preseason. Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and you know, it, it's all about the TV money, really. I mean, who's watching the preseason game on TV? I mean, Look, don't get me wrong, I'm a diehard Ravens fan, but I'm not watching any other preseason games. I'll watch every Ravens game I can unless I got something else going on, which tends to happen in the end of the summer for some reason. Yeah. But uh, they don't mean anything. You know, they really don't. I mean, you're looking at these guys that might have a shot to make the team, and that's great to see these players uh, come through. But, uh, you know, they can get, what, two guys that are, are standouts in preseason and, and actually make the team. You know, that's kind of what the odds are, I think. Yes. Right? Yeah. I mean, I'll say if you if you love your team in preseason, if you, they throw a star out there, it probably worries you more than helps you out. Like, you know, Lamar yeah. doesn't need reps. No. In my opinion, he needs like, you know, that dude just kind of feasted up preseason. Reps. You know? He doesn't need preseason game reps. Exactly. Yes. Yes. He he doesn't need the game. He just needs the routines with his players and stuff, the route running yeah. before the games, all that, you know, the practice. Memory. They don't need to get out there and put him in a full contact mode. If he if he was out there, I'd just be hard rolling him out and tell him to go out of bounds if nothing was there. I would have him yeah. not scrambling. And that's not how he plays, so what's the point putting him out yeah. there? Yeah. Exactly. Wait, um, what's going on tonight, Glenn? Ah, tonight. So I don't know if you guys caught over the weekend what happened, but Baylor stomped the competition. Gonzaga, they squeaked by. Um, Suggs with that game winner. Yeah. Uh, What do you think about that game winner? I mean, was that like a shot? Was dope. What? Yeah, but. Did he? I mean, I don't know. He banked it in. Yeah, it was banked in, nothing but net. But he banked it in. It was a great shot. It was incredible. The key. What, what a way to win the game. But if he misses the key that word, shot, they're still going the, to overtime. Yeah, but the key word is you said in. 
it went in. We could go over that all day, man. And then we could sit some there when he missed it and talk about what an awful shot it was. Some, well, no. Some people are talking about how it was one of the greatest shots of all time in the NCAA tournament. And I, I think it's definitely up there, but there's other shots that are better. I mean, it was it was great. Yeah, but that Villanova shot that one year was amazing. Villanova, exactly. What's his name? Michael Jordan. That shot. No one knows who that guy is. (laughs) Well, yeah, Jordan. Right. Jordan has made quite a few. Yeah, it's just, dude, great shot. But UCLA drove that ball down the field, took it to the hole, made the layup. Three seconds left. Dude makes a half court shot. I mean, yeah. It was it was more I feel like it was more of a letdown for UCLA after all that they had done than a, a great shot for uh Gonzaga. I still think Gonzaga's gonna win the whole thing, but you know. Buzzer beaters are always good. Always yeah. good. I mean give us a little hope that tonight's game's gonna be you know, special. I think. This is the game everybody I hope wanted so, to man. see. Here. I hope it's close. <laughs> I mean, it's it is seriously the game we've all. I mean, I don't know how many brackets because I I looked through the brackets um for the show and everybody everybody picked um well not everybody but almost everybody picked Baylor Gonzaga um so I not me <laughs> yeah. But but you were probably also doing that so you could be like, well, I mean, if this this and this happens, then I'll I'll have a I better chance. I like to stick with one favorite. You know, that, that's an easy way to do it. Yeah. But you know, over the years, I mean, this year was especially uh, crazy with with you know underdogs winning games. Uh, usually, you get a few here and there, but I mean, we had UCLA in, in the final four. Like, yeah, they they were eleven. They were a first four team. Yeah, they they've Not been playing, man. Exactly. It was. I feel like we came out with the with the finals game. A lot of us thought we were gonna have, but there was a lot more crazy stuff going on than we actually than we really thought what was going on. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be cheering on the Baylor Bears. Uh, the main reason is, have you seen uh, Davion Mitchell out there, 45 for Baylor? He's from, uh, oh, yeah. he played at Liberty County in Hinesville. He's from Hinesville, a, uh, probably about, what time Phil? Like 45 minutes south of Savannah. So... I'm gonna be uh, cheering on, cheering on Baylor just because him. I hope he has a good game, and I mean, I just wish, wish all the luck to this young man. So, I I, I wish luck to him. I want him to have a great career, but I mean, Gonzaga's undefeated. Yeah, I know. This only happened one other time, right? Was it Duke in like the '80s or something? When was that? Uh, I'm sick. Of watching, um, in noise canceling headphones. What's your problem, dude? I can't I'm tell. Here right now, brother. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> so, man. So, what was I saying? No, oh, take care of business. Gonzaga, Gonzaga. <laughs> um, I've just gotten sick of. I got to pull his name up again. Um. The buddy with uh Suggs? No, no. I'm cool with Suggs. It's uh buddy with the uh, Drew Tim. Buddy oh, with the uh, yeah. the Fu Manchu. Can't stand watching him oh, celebrate. Yeah, Timmy. Yeah. He's 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 good, man. Yeah, but you might be sick of watching him celebrate, but he was balling in that game. On Saturday night. He's a beast inside, dude. He's gonna be great in the NBA, I think. If he that whole healthy. squad is good, man. I mean, Ayaye, uh, Kispert, they're they're good. Yeah. Timmy. So, uh, yeah, Ayaye. Yeah. I mean, they are. I didn't realize how good he was, Jeff. Yeah. Ayaye. They're all. Is he? Uh, 
Oh yeah, he's the guy from France, right? From Bordeaux. Yeah. He's yeah. fan. He's fancy. He's a fancy dude, man. I mean, Ballin. just just being from Bordeaux. But Jamie, <laughs> one last thing. What do you know about Jordan Montgomery? Jordan Montgomery. Yeah. I I, I don't know. I, maybe more than I think. I can't place who who that is. <laughs> he's a left-handed pitcher that's going up against the Orioles tonight. Is that right? Uh, yeah, he's, he's. Oh, I got you. You 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 okay? He's he's. Man, yeah, yeah, I jump. I just jump. You baseball on me, man. I, I, yeah. <laughs> he's from Sumner, South Carolina. He's from Sumner, Sumner, South Carolina, right? Uh, a couple, probably hey. about 40 minutes up the road from us. Hey, he's a Gamecock, man, so I got to – that's my boy. That's All my right. Boy. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I hope he gets an L tonight. <laughs> we'll see. He's going up against Jorge Lopez. He's from Puerto Rico. Jorge Lopez. Yeah. All right, so uh, that's <laughs> not the comedian, I guess. No, he's a uh, right-handed pitcher from Puerto Rico for the Orioles, and yeah, he's oh man, he's he's nasty. Looking at his we stats, we got him from the, <laughs> got him from the Royals. <laughs> Is that where he came from? Yeah, it looks like he pitched last year a couple games. Bundled up. Yeah, he's been, he's, he's been he's been struggling with some injuries, but when he's on, he's tough. Is he? Oh yeah. He's yeah. a tall lefty. Yeah, well we got we got that. We got the Orioles, Yankees, we got Baylor versus Gonzaga tonight. It's uh it's gonna be a good a good Monday. What Baylor Gonzaga's on? I I think I saw it was on at like nine thirty. Probably TBS or CBS. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm 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 with you on that one, Jamie. I'm gonna get home and be ready for bed. And nine twenty. Yeah, nine twenty on CBS. Jeez. I think there'll be a record number of DVRs on that one. Yeah. See, this the one thing I loved last year about um some of the pandemic when we're when we're coming right back into sports, man, the the early morning games that we could see I'm going to miss them. I'm going to miss them this year. I'd rather have early morning games than late night games. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you on that. Mm, anything else? Anything else this week? Who we got? We got one, one in one minute. Just think we got thirty seconds. Everybody, give me who's gonna win the Masters. Quick, 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 Jamie. I, I I'm gonna say uh, I like the way Jordan Spieth is looking. I like him coming in this year. Oh, okay. Kels? Uh, Justin Thomas. All right. I'm going to go Tony Finau. Finau. It's a good Finau. one. He's usually in the mix. Is he? I'm, I'm, trying to, guy, I'm trying to figure out a golfer's name because I'll probably <laughs> say somebody who's been retired. Um, Tiger Woods is not available. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I I know that much. He's he's recovering from the from the um car accident. Um take a local Brian Harmon or I'll take Brian Harmon. Thank you for listening. Remember, we're here every Monday, 11 a.m. to 12 o'clock noon. And always stay tuned to 107.5. You're listening to WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM. WRUU.org, Savannah Soundings, community radio with global soul.
The viewpoints expressed in the preceding program were not necessarily those of WRUU, it's Dustin Johnson, or its staff.